Your asshole would burn for a month. I could fucking do it. No, you couldn't. Yes, I fucking could. Okay, then do it. Bend over for Will. I'll fuck off. Piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know why you fucking set me up for that. I mean, that's just too fucking easy. Oh, Lord. You should know I'm going to do something stupid like that. Yeah, but you know, I never know what you're you're coming down, so I try to give you the benefit of the doubt, but I got to quit doing that shit. Yeah, you really do, because I'm, you know, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Speaking of assholes, yours would be on fire if you ate that sandwich. But it looks so fucking good, though. Not really. Well, mine's some of the stuff that's on, you know, I don't like lettuce and I don't know if that was cilantro on there or... No, it was jalapenos. Bread and butter jalapenos. No, diced jalapenos. Oh, I know that, but... Yes. Diced jalapenos <clears throat> and the bun is red because it's so fucking spicy. I bet Jennifer would like it. I mean, she probably would. What's up, fuckers, and welcome to another uh, OG2 Part 2. Okay, sure. OG2 Part 2 edition of the Turn of the Buckle podcast. I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. And we're saying OG, but as you heard from the open, uh, Jennifer is going to throw her two cents in because, you know, she goes all in, apparently. <laughs> ben was going to call in, but I think he might have passed out. Yeah, he may have fallen asleep. It's okay, we still love you, Ben. Or he's caught up watching the World Series. Still either right. way, either way, we still love you, buddy. Thank you, Ben. Guess you heard that. Oh, there's a masked guy. Is that the butcher or the blade? Who is that guy? I mean, We're- there's a fucking scorpion on the back of the jacket. Who do you think it is? That's not Sting. It might be. Sting's not going to turn heel like that. I would you like don't to know see. that. They're making it think it's Sting. We're watching AEW. Apparently something big's going to happen tonight. And I swear to God, if it's the Elite, I'm going to lose my shit. Because that's not big. And we always watch AEW, so it's not, you know. Oh, yeah. It's nothing new. So we'll probably make some comments about whatever's going on. It's probably what's-his-face. So it's almost like live reaction. Yeah. While we're doing the normal episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's not what's-his-face. What's his face? Uh, Sanjay Dutt. God damn it. I couldn't think of his damn name. Dude, I always fall Okay. Who the fuck so, is we, uh, we might throw in some, rea- uh, some reviews, but I think we'll do our normal recap. Yeah, I was about to say, we'll go ahead and we'll talk about uh, whatever news it is you found, and we'll do a deep dive on one or two. Who the hell is that? That's the fuckwad that was with uh, Tony D'Angelo that got released. Oh, and two dimes up. and a penny. Yeah, stack of nickels, two quarters. And the crowd goes mild. I saw a fan laughing. Uh, it's it's Sting. Hey, Sting's back. 
Okay. But yeah, we'll do. We'll throw in a few reviews here and there. Okay, you gonna get the news? <laughs> yeah, I'll get that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, waiting on Josh. Whoa, hold up. Hold up. Oh goddamn, it's Jeff Jarrett. No fucking way. Oh my god. Holy shit! God damn. It. That's fucking awesome. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy boo. Hey, it's Jeff Jarrett. He's, he's fucking awesome. And look at him. He don't look old as fuck. God, he still looks good. <coughs> God dang, he does. All right, let me go here. All right, so. WWE did their quarterly call. This, uh, this evening at about 5 o'clock. And here are some of the key points from the call. Stephanie McMahon says, Creative has increased interest in WWE's product and caused the viewership to increase. They're putting over the White Rabbit and Bray Wyatt's return very, very huge. Well, as they fucking should. That's what's got a lot of interest back. Yes. Nick Khan, who was on the call, was Nick. Stephanie and Triple H on the call. Uh, Nick says WWE has recently extended their re-air rights deal with uh, Hulu for Monday Night Raw. And that they've been paying attention to the NFL's partnership with Amazon. And they saw that with their move to Peacock, that an audience will migrate to another platform. And Triple H has noted that this quarter they have set records for all social media video views throughout their platforms. Triple H really was talk talking up uh, the Bray Wyatt impact uh, return on viewership and the campaign's impact for the White Rabbit overall's interest has made it so huge that they're planning more creative strategic stunts. They also announced that Bianca Belair and Montez Ford are having a series that's coming soon to Hulu. Okay. I mean, you'd think they would keep it with Peacock? I don't know. Are they thinking about making a deal with Amazon, or can they do that with NFL? I don't know how that works. Amazon has nothing to do with Hulu. Uh, Amazon's its own thing. Hulu is owned by uh, Disney. Gotcha. Or Disney's like a parent company over Hulu, I think, because when you get the Disney Plus bundle, <coughs> it's Disney, Hulu, and ESPN. ESPN... Disney owns ESPN. And then Disney owns everything that's on Disney Plus, of course. Gotcha. And Disney is majority owner. Or they own ABC, which is why ABC is real prominent in the stuff on Hulu. Gotcha. Triple and, H. I'll go ahead. No, you good. No, Peacock having WWE. That's why it kind of surprises me that they let Hulu keep the re-air rights for Raw. Yeah. Why not put that on your network? Yeah, on, yeah, on Peacock or... I just don't know why they didn't... I don't know why they didn't fucking keep their own network. Triple H says that they're planning stories and moments ahead of time now more than prior. I wonder why that is. <laughs> <laughs> because when you come up with shit day of, it normally sucks. And not scrapping shit and tearing shit up. You still got 12 minutes, 46 seconds left. 
efficient to get them. He wants to have, he also said that he wants to have an idea for a lot of creative well ahead of time. He says they're doing good creative without Charlotte, Becky, Cody, and Randy, but when they come back, they will help a lot. And Triplet says he's not afraid of losses in creative and learns a lot from them. It helps him formulate his plans of where to go to move forward when those losses happen. Well, I mean, he was doing a really good job with NXT. Yeah. When he was, you know, sole proprietor guy over NXT. He had his guys. He knew what he wanted to do. Everybody, every takeover match had a story behind it. I mean, get his guys booking his shows. I mean, it it can work. (coughs) And there's going to be stuff that we will like, and there's going to be stuff that we're not going to like. There's going to be people that don't think Triple H is doing anything any better. There's going to be people that think that Triple H is doing great. Well, I mean, it's it's like Ben said before. What Triple H is doing, is it really that good, or is it just different from what we had? Or was it just being, or was before Triple H, or was it just that bad, yeah? And I think we all agreed it was just that bad. <clears throat> so As of right now, because, I mean, there's still stuff Triple H is doing that we don't like. I mean... Repetitive booking. The repetitive booking, the not really knowing what to do with the women's division, still... Yeah, the damage control... Damage control is, uh... I don't know why, like, when they took the tag titles off of them and put them on Asuka and Alexa, and then they're having the rematch at Crown Jewel Saturday. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, yeah, finish up. we'll finish up with this yeah, call talk, and we'll talk yeah. about that. Triple H talks NXT Europe and says for NXT Europe, he wants to recruit also among amateur sports. He wants to recruit amateur wrestlers, but also establish talent in the area. He wants to turn it into a theater system for Raw and SmackDown. Okay, that's what NXT UK was supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, it just, it didn't... It didn't take off like Take that. off. They got the... They that did the... Tournament. They did the tournament, but the tournament was all on the network that nobody really... Nobody really knew any of the guys. You didn't... Well, you can't say nobody because people over in the UK knew... Right. The UK people knew the UK guys. But the people over here, I mean, they're still, was it Flash Morgan Webster? Yeah. I'd never heard of that guy until he showed up on NXT one week. Right, yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck's this guy dressing like fucking Austin Powers? You know, I had no idea. And they're trying to be like, oh, well, this guy is so good. And then, uh, what else was it? It was fucking... Fuck, who was it? Oh, when they brought Trent Seven over. When they brought Trent Seven over, I had no idea who he was. Now, I knew, I, I didn't say a lot of Trent, but I knew who he was based off of him, Pete, and uh, Tyler. Well, see, I didn't, I didn't know him at all. Uh, Might be hot. Yeah, I don't know if that's hot and the other one's regular, babe, or what. So the elite's not coming back tonight. They're still promoting. Okay. They're delete. Delete the elite. But no, it was a uh, when they first brought Trent Seven over. I had no idea who he was. I didn't know. You know, I'd seen. It wasn't until they started showing vignettes when I first saw, you know, who Mustache Mountain was. Right. And then once I saw him and got to know him, you know, I'm like, okay. 
dude's good. I like him. And that's another thing. <clears throat> People will always tell you, well, if you don't know this person, research them. It won't be until you see them and know their names where you can do your research. Like, if I don't know who Flash Morgan Wetcher is, I'm not going to know to look up his stuff until I see, oh, this guy is Flash Morgan Wetcher. Now I will look him up. I see, my first introduction to the Gristled Young Veterans is when they came over and started doing the matches with, uh... The, the, the Dusty Classic. Yeah. I, I didn't hear Well, it. no, it was before the Dusty Classic, because they came over and they were doing some stuff uh, with the tag titles. Okay. Now, see, I had not... I never heard of them, but I did not hear of them. Uh, apparently, they were a couple Eight single. Minutes. They were a couple singles guys that they put together. Because they were in the uh, UK tournament for the UK title. So it was one of those, I'd never heard of them, but then, you know, you see them work. And hell, they were a good fucking tag team. So yeah, it wasn't until I actually got to see the guys before I knew what they were all about and everything. I know you can't just hear a name and know who somebody is. I mean, there's very few, I should say. No, yeah, and I get that. And you're not going to be able to watch every catalog of every wrestler, of every every person that's wrestling. So. No, I mean, there's... I mean, there's some people you... you hear of before you actually see them, like... fucking Walter... Yeah, everybody's hearing about Walter. I think the first time I heard, I think Russell Talk was talking about because they was having their, this was, was the beginning of their love fest. I think it was Walter versus Keith. No, it wasn't Keith Lee. It was when he was, it was talking about the big chops. That's what, I think that's what started getting him noticed. But no, I mean, it's guys like Walter that you hear of and you're just like, okay, that guy. No, yeah. One more piece of news. The, uh, Investigation into Vince McMahon's alleged misconduct has now completed, and the special committee has disbanded. The investigation cost the WWE in total $19.4 million. Budget cuts. $19.4 million? That's a big old... That's 19.4 with six zeros. Yep. Actually, it's 19.4 and five zeros. Yeah, so... Uh, now, now that it is completed, I don't know if we will hear what the ruling is going to be publicly or if that's going to be kept privately. Whether or not that we do, that is not the case. Does Vince come back? I sure the fuck hope not. Now, if you were to speculate, based off everything that's going on, do you think he comes back or do you think if he attempts to, Triple H and Stephanie and Nick would say no? I mean, he's already stepped down. And he sold his share, so Stephanie and Nick... He's already stepped down, so he can't just walk in and be like, okay, I'm back, guys, fuck you. No. Unless, the only way he could do that is... If he still has his shares. No, is if all this stuff with Stephanie and Nick being in charge was all fake. If that was all the work, and then if that's the case, I'm done with the product, period. Yeah. Because you don't let somebody be a piece of shit, a total fucking piece of shit. Yep. And then let him stay in charge. It's just like you were talking about just a minute ago about the uh, uh, Washington Commanders. Yes. Okay. Basically, their whole organization is a total bunch of pieces of shit. From, you know, 
apparently uh, financial improprieties is what you were saying this new investigation is. Yes. The original investigation, which some, which got John Gruden fired, yes, was them looking up, uh, them just being total pieces of shit when it comes to like the way they treat people, the way they were basically like trading off cheerleaders. Wow. I mean, doing like they had the they would do like a cheerleader calendar every year. Uh huh. That's like a fundraiser. They would sell it to make money for whatever, sell it for charity, blah, 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 right? Yeah. A lot of teams do that. I mean, hell, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders is one of the most famous bunches, you know. Yeah. Well, apparently there was the calendar that got put out to the public and then the calendar that the owners made sure that they got. Ah. It's kind of like what it was there. And so. But no, basically, them looking into that and not being able to pin anything on them just had them dig deeper into the thing, and that's how they found the John Gruden emails. It got Gruden fired, and he has nothing to do with the commanders. He was the coach of the damn Raiders. Came on my edit 10 minutes. He was the coach of the Raiders. And he still got fired off an investigation into a totally different team. Now, granted, did he deserve it? Probably. Uh, racist, homophobic. Talk. Yeah, he deserved it. Uh, but that wasn't what they were looking into. They just happened to find that. And I think they just wanted somebody to be in trouble with this investigation to kind of take heat off of, hey, we really can't do anything to this guy right now. Yeah. And it's the same events. They've had so much stuff that's dating back fucking years and years and years that they finally got something to stick. Was there a whistleblower? Possibly. I don't think that was leaked out randomly. I think it had been in the works for a while, and they waited to get it out there. And good. I mean, as bad as it sounds saying good, I mean, I know things things happened that shouldn't have happened. You know, I'm not going to come, and I knew you hadn't heard much about the commander stuff. That's why I said, you know, it's kind of telling you what was going on. Right. Uh, the stuff with Vince you know about. Right. It's been going on for decades. So, I mean, do you really want the guy back in charge that did everything he could, you know, paying hush money to these people, being married but not really being with Linda? Linda I mean, just the whole roots of everything. Do you really want them to be in charge of the company again? Yeah, and for them, for the, the way the morale is backstage right now... For him to come back and then put all that positive energy and make it completely negative and then going back to doing the same shit he was doing. Right. So, I don't see him coming back. I feel like there will be a strong call of a lot of people that will probably stand up at this point because I feel like Triple H will be, Triple H, Stephanie, and everybody would be on the locker room side. I don't think they would step down to Vince at this point. And the public perception. It would get out, so... It'd be uh, public ma- perception would be horrible yeah. if he came back. It would be a PR nightmare. I think they would lose sponsors. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the one of the things about him leaving to begin with. Was worrying about sponsors and what stuff like that with, you know, losing TV deals. Yeah. I would think the whole reason why he announced his retirement is because he was getting pull push from Fox and USA. 
Well, we can't really say that. Well, yeah, we, we can't. Don't know. It was just spe- that's just speculation. But I mean, it was already said that they were, you know, sponsors were threatening to pull out. So that's that's really all the news we got. Um, other bit of news, like you know, the elites coming back. Uh, um, what else was on the uh, call? Uh, that's the only thing I'm seeing on the call. They're updating as as much as possible. Sean Ross Sapp. I got all that from Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful. Um, he said they'll have a full wrap up tonight or tomorrow. Okay, and we were going to talk about something else right after that. What were we going to talk about? Uh. I'm not for sure. Was it me or you going to talk about it? Or did we both talk well, about it? Well, you had said something about it. I'm like, no, let's wait to talk about that after we finish oh, yes. the call. Crown Jewel. Oh, yeah. There we go. So, <clears throat> what was it? A couple of years ago, I think it was when they first started the contract with Saudi Arabia, it was announced that Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi had been killed in the Saudi Arabia kingdom. And now here we are, Crown Jewel this weekend. There's been reports from the Wall Street Journal that there is a an imminent attack planned for Saudi Arabia from Iran, and they have military guards stationed in the kingdom. Now, as far as we know, WWE has been canceled. They have military guards there all the time. Right. Uh, they've increased it. They've increased it. Uh, they said. They said that they're on high alert that an attack could happen at any time. And one of the places, one of the places that is kind of, that could be a target is wherever the hell the arena is for Crown Jewel. Jewel. And the shit going on right now, I can't stand. Somebody in the crowd is taking away. And yeah, they think it's taken away, trying to distract from something else. I mean, the whole crowd was pointing at something a minute ago. Now you got about half the crowd still looking and talking about whatever's going on and not paying attention to what's going on in the ring, which has been a really good match between Moriarty and Mox. Yeah, so fans doing something stupid get taken away. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't see. They've got people that's probably either heading there or there right now at Saudi Arabia, probably on flights right now. So, but I mean, there's probably people there already because SmackDown's already been taped. Yep. So they've either they've either already took off and were headed that way before all this <coughs> stuff came out, or they were boarding planes and trying to figure out what the hell's going to happen, what the hell's going to go on. Because you know they're going to have to get out there, get everything built, the stage set up, and everything before they can do the show. So it's not like, okay, well, we'll show up day of and do the show after you make sure that everything's okay. You know, nah, there's no time for that because you got to build the sets. Yeah. Well, I would say we might get another NXT, but it's already been taped. So. Nice finish with the submission armbar by Moxley. Good little reaction. Good reaction. All right. Do you have anything else for news? Oh, crown. Oh, update. Crown Jewel will now take place at the Performance Center. Hey. What? I don't hate that. 
We'll just text that in the group chat. I'm going to go look on. Look on. See if that's been confirmed or not. No, I don't hate that at all. I mean, they need... They need to do a... They need to do the show. They've got it all set up. They've got everything going on. I mean, shit, yeah. why not? Yep, here. It's all trending right here. Let's see. Yep. Oh, wait, no. Let's see. The latest. You keep talking. Oh, yep. WWE official release. In light of recent events and in coordination with the U.S. government officials, WWE Crown Jewel and all related events in Saudi Arabia will not take place this weekend. However, Crown Jewel will still stream live on Saturday, November 5th at a new time, 7 p.m. Eastern, on Peacock in the U.S. In the U.S. WWE Network in international territories and on pay-per-view. WWE Crown Jewel will stream live from the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. We were excited to return to Saudi Arabia, but the safety and well-being for all of our WWE employees and our fans is paramount and comes first. Ticket refunds for the Saudi Arabia event will be available from point of purchase. We sincerely apologize for the inconvenience, and an extremely limited amount of tickets will be available for the Orlando event and will go on sale Thursday, November 3rd at 12 p.m. Eastern. Stay tuned to WWE.com for further details. Now, if Vince was still in charge, would that happen? No, they went over there anyway. Okay, first of all, I like that they pulled out of Saudi Arabia uh, just for this because of safety to the wrestlers. Yes. Okay, what I don't like, <clears throat> if it was last minute, I would say, yeah, Performance Center. If this was Friday at 5 o'clock and they finally determined, no, we're not going to do it. Then, yeah, I would say throw it at the Performance Center. But here it is Wednesday. Yes. You can make make X amount of phone calls to these places. How many arenas are going to be open? A bit. I mean, yeah, I know NBA is going on right now, and there might be NBA games, blah, 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 whatever. But there are plenty of arenas and places they could hold a show like this. But do you think they get the tickets and be able to pack it out to where they need to within the three-day time frame? Honestly, you don't go to one of the huge arenas. I know, but, yeah, you're true, yeah. But what area would you hold it in? I would assume you'd probably hold it around the Florida area. Small area. I mean, maybe full sale. I would do full sale. Instead of the performance center, so I can do, I can see that. I would say full sale. Get something... You get something, you go some, you find an arena that's a good size arena, but not too big. Less than 10,000. Yes something, or no? Yeah. Less than 10,000? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you make a big show and an intimate show for yeah. the people that are there. I mean, shit, I know it would never happen, but fucking UTC Arena. We would. Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, I'm just saying, that's one of those, that's one of those, it's a, it's a big enough arena that they could hold a show in. They've held pay-per-views there before. Yep. Fucking Halloween Havoc 91 and the In Your House House Final Final Four. Four. So they've held events there before. You just have four. They could pack that out easy from the people that are around this area. I mean, shit. You do it here, you got people from Atlanta, Nashville, Knoxville, uh, Chattanooga, Chattanooga, Huntsville, Birmingham, Birmingham, you know, all the wooden. 
and it's not one that's going to be too big where you're not going to be able to fill it up. You can still have some type of a set. I mean, I don't know how many, how many seats is UTC? Is it 15,000 change? I think. Uh, no, I don't think but it's I that think that, big. I, I can't really take a I can't really pinpoint why they would make the decision maybe it could be around the reason because the set maybe they don't have all their well that's the thing they do it at the performance center it's not gonna have you'll have the NXT set right so unless they just didn't want to build anything and they can just do that and all the stuff to build it was already either at Saudi Arabia or on a truck and it, they won't have enough time to get it back I, I don't know if what if the trucks have left if they're stalled what and the capacity for UTC McKenzie is 10,928. See, I think that would be fucking yeah. perfect. But now, I, I see what you mean. I, I, I get what you're trying to say. I'm just saying, you know, not a huge arena. That's what I was right. saying about UTC. I wasn't saying, you know, do it there. I'm just saying, find a small arena, like a college arena. College basketball is not going on right now. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, it's not like NBA being going on. So, you're going to have to... If you held it at an NBA arena, you would have to be like, okay... Well, where's somewhere that I can have three or four days, you know, to do this event? There's the asshole burger again. Yeah, that you couldn't fucking eat. I would try the fries, though. Look, my asshole's hurting just looking at that fucking sandwich. I mean, I'm just glad that they're not going to, it's not going to be a no crowd event. Because that would take me back to the COVID days and be like, oh, God dang it. But no, what, they don't need to have a no crowd. But the way they had it set up after they started allowing the crowd back in the performance center. Oh, shit, Lamar Jackson. Piece of shit. He's not a piece no, of shit. No, he's a piece of shit. He just, you he just plays for the wrong football he team. Plays, that's yeah, all. He, yeah, that was bad words. That was horrible for me to say. But no, uh... Yeah, that's definitely what I would do is try to find somewhere bigger than the performance center where they could actually have a decent crowd to do something, but still And maybe they have plans. small enough to have a good crowd and be able to sell it out, but big enough to where it's not just, you know because shit, how many people can fit at the performance center like? I don't know, that's what I was gonna say was when they started putting fans back. I mean, say two hundred people can fit in the performance center. They made it to where you it looked decent. <coughs> <coughs> Yeah, but how many times have you seen indie wrestling on TV where they pack the one side of the crowd out to make it look yeah. decent? Oh, it's the acclaimed, do you want to listen to the rap? I've watched I've watched TV tapings. I've been at TV tapings yeah. that make it look <laughs> that make it look way better than it actually is. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I I, I get I think I, I think it's gonna be fine either way. But I'm curious on how they're going to do it. With the time they got, maybe they're going to move some stuff around, trying to make it bigger. That performance center is so big, they might be putting it in a different location than they had the other shows during the COVID era. So, you know, it could be they move some stuff around, they move weights around, they make bigger seating areas to where it looks a little bit bigger. Maybe size of like a full cell arena. So, you know, it, it could work. It could work. Got the acclaimed in the, the ring right now doing daddy ass's birthday celebration. I mean, they're definitely going to make it work. I mean, they have to. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to make it work. I just... I wish they had a chance... I wish they had a chance where they could do more than what they're actually going to be able to do. 
Because some of those matches need a big crowd for. Yes. Uh, main one being... I mean, marquee-wise, Roman and Logan. But you also got Bray. He's going to be there. Probably do look like tattoos. You see him? Oh, goddamn. If it shows me, you know, look. I want to know what's under that that, that sheet. Is it a trophy? It's a, it, if it's a fucking trophy or statue of them scissoring, I'm going to fucking lose it. It's going to be great. Hell, it's just small for that. But, um, yeah. So, <clears throat> they, we've got three days. Maybe we'll get some insight on what's going on in the coming days. So. All right. Uh, Thank you. What other news topics have we got there? Uh... Josh, I believe that's the majority. Per Brian Alvarez, AW source says people will now freak out over Chris Jericho's opponent tonight. But that was supposed to be next, but it's not next. Well, it said it said coming up. It didn't necessarily don't say. Don't fill the cup up. Because I know when they showed this, they said this is what was the next thing they were showing. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. So did I miss something? Did he did his hands get injured by certain than Mark's guys, or is this just another bit because they well they can use the term now because they they want it back. Yeah, so they probably probably bit up his hands. Did something, yeah. Although that is some awesome merch with the uh, ooh, scissor me daddy ass. Yeah. Oh, just, oh, scissor me daddy. Yeah, I'm digging the shorts too. I like the jersey. Shorts are badass, too. Oh, the shorts are definitely badass. All right, so, uh, yeah, I guess the only other thing, you kind of touched on it just a second ago. Uh, the The deal of everything going on with CM Punk right now. Right. Uh, I know, well, let's hold off on this. We'll let this be our, like, extended discussion. We can make it a topic, yeah. So uh, we'll go ahead. We'll cut this right here, guys. Uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we'll talk about the CM Punk situation, the new developments, and all that shit. So hold tight. We'll be right back. All right, guys. Then uh, we are back. And we're back. Uh, not the same. <laughs> Davey tries to do it, he starts choking. Sound like you. I can't help, I'm freaking dying over here. But no, um, right there at the end, we were going to give a little, uh, little more talk about the CM Punk situation. Yes. Uh, ben said something about this in the group chat earlier. Uh, basically... Uh, okay, first of all, whether or not CM Punk wrestles in AEW again, uh, my opinion, not going to happen. I don't think so, no. I think burnt, that bridge is burnt. Not, uh, not just because of the stuff he said, but Tony choosing the elite over him. Well, my opinion, I don't see it as him choosing the elite. I see it as... Uh, They're part of the company. They're more than just on-screen talent. Yes. 
Punk was just the on-screen talent. So, I mean, I see it. I see it that way. So, I see him. I see it as, you know. But even with those roles, it was reported months and months ago that their executive vice president positions were limited. Like, Kenny was in charge of the women's division in that right. Nick was Nick or Matt. I can't remember which one. Whichever one whose wife does the merch. His was mainly to merch and stuff like that. And then the other one was the tag division, I think. It wasn't major roles like it had been prior. And I think their roles got diminished after Cody left. Right. Uh, but no. So, does that really make a difference at this point now? I mean... Really, no, but basically it's three to one on-screen talent. It's three of them to punk. Understandable. Uh, The crowd is more behind the elite than they are punk. You think so? Yeah, I think all this stuff with punk, I think it's soured the fans towards him. It has. Uh, Because you got to think, yeah... He was on the biggest buy rates. He was on the biggest pay-per-views. He was on the biggest cards, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But was that really all because of him? I mean, he had a, a major part in it. I mean, you can't say it was solely because of him, but I mean, there's a, a case that can be made for it. Because if you put Hangman Adam Page versus um, John Moxley, is John Moxley good? Do you still get the $100 buy rate? Or the $100 buy rate. $100 buy rate. Goddamn right you do. I think we could put on a show and get a $100 buy rate, buddy. You still get that million dollar gate. Uh, (coughs) It's one of those situations to where I don't think they needed him to do that. I think they would have surpassed a million dollar gate. Uh, I think it would have took took longer to do. I see... I see AEW uh, <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? Hey, he's already with the company, so That proves right there. So Jericho's opponent is Colt Cabana. Well, that's pretty much says fuck you, CM Punk, right there. I was about to say that's the answer. Yeah, CM Punk's never coming back. That's a fuck you to CM Punk. Do I like Colt Cabana? Yeah. Is he a good worker? Yeah. Is he a draw? No. But that is a fuck you to CM Punk, right there. And he could be a draw. I mean, anybody can be a draw given the right status, the right push, the right. <clears throat> oh, no offense to anybody, especially with them being from around here. But Sugar Dunkington was a draw on there. Pineapple Pete. Colt's winning, by the way. Jericho goes on tour with Fozzie this, uh, the end of next week. <clears throat> so they're going to put him over. Not necessarily. I mean, who does he drop it to? Unless he drops it next Wednesday, but I don't know how long he's going to need to prepare. Why does he have to drop it? I mean, you're going to have... I mean, he's been promoting. He's been on TV every week with this. So you're just going to have him just not show up for two, three, four months. Yeah, I mean, it happens. It's a Ring of Honor championship. It's not an AEW championship. 
Yeah, but they've been featuring all the other titles. Yeah, and there are too many titles. Get a title sure. off screen for a while. <clears throat> but they want to feature the world title in preparation for their hopeful soon streaming with HBO Max. Do you put that on there? Do you take that off? Do you think it affects anything? I mean, what... What was it? What would it matter? I mean, if you have so you have so many titles, titles don't mean shit after a while. That's true. That's true. And even Russell Talk was talking about it. They did their count of titles that's on there. I mean, there's three different there's three different sets of titles on FTR. They're not all defended there, but they still show up, and they're like, "Hey, look, belts." Uh, you've got you've got a basically a men's and women's AEW television title. You've got the Ring of Honor television title. You've got the Ring of Honor pure title. You've got I mean you've got the trios title, the AEW tag titles, the All Atlantic title. That yeah, beautiful belt, but why? Yeah. Oh God damn. Colton just broke his back. What the fuck happened there? So we're going to go to commercial break, folks. We'll be right back after we make sure Colton's not dead. Yeah, we got... No. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck just happened there. I just saw them flush your fuck out of the ring and Colt breaks his back over the back of Jericho's heels of his feet. But no, like I was saying, there are way too many titles. So Jericho being off screen for a month or however long without the title, that I don't see that being an issue. I mean, I don't... You said yourself, you don't think Colt Cabana is a draw. So why would you put the... Why would you put the title on? Why would you put the title on? I would put the title on because he is a notable star in Ring of Honor. He's got history with Ring of Honor. It's the only title he never held in Ring of Honor. Okay. I don't know how you get more fans to Ring of Honor, but I think with the whole situation with Punk, people know Colt Cabana's name now. That didn't before, probably. So it might, the whole situation, might give people sympathy for Colt Cabana. But he's not really been in this whole situation. He's just been name-dropped. But uh, for the history and the lineage of Ring of Honor, I would I'd put the title on him based off of that. Okay, I understand that, but you said yourself he's not a draw. Right. I mean, any argument you say to give him the belt is, is null and void, null and void because you just said he's not a draw. But I'd put the title on him because this is this, this. Okay. Fucking Gilbert is not a draw, but I'd put the WWE title on him because he's been there for so long and he can work, you know, and he got over that little bit when he was faking nothing like he was Goldberg. I mean... You see? No, no, I know. I get what you're saying. You you talked yourself into a corner there, but <laughs> I, I did. I did. <laughs> like big time, talked yourself into a corner. But no, I wouldn't put the title on him. If you're gonna put the title on somebody, I mean, shit, have him. You say he's leaving what next week sometime? That's when the tour starts. The end of next week. Okay, end of next week. So he still got next Wednesday. He could defend the title. Next Wednesday, have him work fucking Christopher Daniels. Put the title on Daniels. That's a fucking draw. Yeah. Uh, I mean, shit, who else? Ring of Honor. Hell, 
Matt Taven's there. Put the title on Taven. Taven's had the title before. Yeah. Uh, put the ta put the title on Bennett. Put the title on you know. I mean, just hot shotting the title off of him just because he's leaving and putting it on somebody like Colt Cabana right there just because, oh, it's a fuck you to CM Punk. I mean, it, you know, I don't like that. Colt Cabana wins, CM Punk comes out. Calling it. I lose my shit. If that happens, we're fucking bugged. All right, they just do it. We're still doing it. We're still doing it. Do it. All right, but back off. We're, we're off the rails. Back onto the rails. Back to Punk. So, multiple reports were coming out of Punk's camp. One report came, what the fuck was that? One report came out that says, people close with him says that he will never wrestle again. Then people from the same camp were saying that that was not true. He still has the bug. He still has the itch. He still wants to wrestle. The only place that can afford him is WWE. But does he take a pay cut and go maybe somewhere like New Japan? No, because New Japan's got the working relationship with AEW and they could be like, hey, tell me about this guy. He was just in your company. Why'd you get rid of him? I, no, nobody's going to be able to afford him unless he just wants to wrestle and he's got the itch. I don't think he does. And if that's the case, I think that itch can be scratched by him going and working on heels. Well, that was reported too. Because they said Amel's still high on him. Amel said he did good work while he was there, the stuff he did while he was there. They said that there's a high possibility that he'll get renewed for a second season. He already has other in-rows in Hollywood. He's a comic book writer. He's done horror movies. So he's... And AJ, his wife, is a producer in TV and film. So he's got that, too. They work on something together. So he, he don't need... He doesn't need money. He's got... He's made. He's got it. So he'll come back. I mean... If he wants to. But, yeah, the only place I think that. Yeah. I was originally saying let him heal up, wait the six months that he needs to heal up, and then let him come back if he's going to come back. Yeah, and that, that avenue could still be there because he's still technically under contract until we get official confirmation from a legitimate source that the buyout has been completed. He could still, he still technically could come back. Sources could. I mean, place, everybody could calm down and get get cooler heads get prepared and then you can still technically make money and why are you going to go that expensive with a buyout just for him to go somewhere else as quick as he can and why are you also saying doing the buyout but also wanting to have a no compete if you're buying him out of the contract you don't get to make the term I don't think you necessarily can make a clause in there that says you can't do this I'm along with your company you can't tell me no I mean that's the same thing as a release as a buyout really? and stuff like that yeah uh, the only difference is a release are just basically saying shitting away your contract, the buyout, they're paying you for it. What do you guys think? Do you think CM Punk comes back to... Do you think CM Punk comes back to AEW? Do you think CM Punk will return to WWE? Do you think CM Punk returns to wrestling at all? Do you think this is it? He's done. And what's your thoughts on this whole punk situation? Have you has he soured on you? You say fuck this guy. He's a piece of shit. He's always been a piece of shit. Do you think? Hey, he's an asshole, but he's always been this way. He's never changed. Circumstances, situations have caused this. Or are you just neutral to the whole thing? Hey, it's cool. It's what it is. So let us know. But no, I mean, to go even deeper in on it, I think. 
Uh, ben said in the group chat earlier, their investigation into the whole thing was a joke. Yeah. You talk to Nakazawa, you talk to Cutler, you talk to guys like that, which are all, stuck up the Young Bucks ass. All elite guys. They're stuck up the Young Bucks ass all the time. And you don't talk to Ace Steel's wife at all? Yeah, he was there the whole time. I mean, granted, I don't think, you know, you might say, oh, well, that's Ace Steel's wife. She's biased. She's going to just say whatever it takes to make sure Ace doesn't get in trouble and blah, blah, blah. What do you think Nakazawa and Cutler Cutler are going to do? They're going to do and say whatever they have to to make sure that. Oh, they're going to take out Ian Riccoboni. I was about to say, who is that? But that's old Daddy Magic Matt Menard. Old square head. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he does have a fucking square head, man. So, But no, uh, if you're going to do an investigation, do a full investigation. I mean, talk to everybody. Get all the statements. Get all everything. Yeah, no. you got to make sure you talk to all parties involved. doesn't matter if you think they're going to be biased or not. If they're there, get, get, get them all separated. Talk to them individually. And then you make your own determinations. If you, you you'll be able to tell if stories are going to be misconstrued because of friendships or beats up somebody's ass, or if it's going to be legitimate. I mean, WWE's investigation. What did they do? Did they go and talk to Vince? Did they go and talk? Did to, they talk to Bruce Pritchard? Did they talk to uh, Kevin Dunn? Did they go talk to? I'm calling it right now. Blackpool Combat Club's going to blow out. We'll talk about that later. I mean, but, uh, we're having a discussion. Let's talk about it right now. I mean, I'm calling it now. Daniel Sin and Yuta have been having it out. Either they have a match at full gear to settle it, like they had before, and they, you know, because he never bled for Daniels and he bled for Mox, so they might do that. But I'm gonna make a really bold prediction. I've been calling this for a couple of weeks. William Regal's gonna turn on Moxley and cost him the the world title. He'll go to use the uh, the ring. Nah, 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 I can't do this. Throw it away. Looks at Regal. Opens his hand. Regal gives him the nuts. Nut shot. What do you think about that? I could see that. Actually, I said something to Ben almost along those same lines earlier today. Do you think that happens? Yeah, I see. Like I said, I was talking to... Talking back and forth with Ben earlier, we said almost the exact same thing. So I think it's a, it's a all three way. Uh, the thing about that you were saying with Yuta and uh, <coughs> Danielson, I don't see that. You don't, you don't think they even have a match to blow out their differences or their arguments? No, because you were talking about it just now and they were fighting together. For the time being, to fight a common enemy. But I think the whole thing was the fact that they can't see that. What, what was that? What was their uh, mis- miscommunication about? Prior? I have no idea. I didn't know there was any miscommunication. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of YouTube backstage interviews. Um, fucking A. It was about Garcia. He was trying to help Garcia and you to make saying that was their plan all along. He was never going to join you. He used you. And he's got a soft spot for Garcia because he wanted to be in the club. But Garcia always had loyalty to Jericho. He was just using Danielson. 
Oh, that, well, see, I don't see that being a fall apart between the two of them. I just see that as uh Well, the last one they they had together said, I thought when I bled for this, this club, it meant something. Not for somebody to take advantage of. So that's why I kind of thought that. No, I think it was more like a get your fucking head in the game, bro. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But all right, guys, yeah, that's what we think about uh, the CM Punk situation. Uh, really nothing new on the front. Uh, just that little bit of will he actually come back to wrestling or not. I think he stays away. Like, I think he stays away completely. Uh, what do you think? Do you even give a shit about Punk anymore? Is it, was this the last straw for you? It was the last straw for a lot of people. It was for me. I could give a fuck less. Right. I mean, you come out there, you just have a... <coughs> I mean, a fucking banger of a match. Him and Moxley was a fucking good match. Yeah. Uh, And then just to shit all over not only the match, but the whole fucking company and air out dirty fucking laundry. Yep. It's like, fuck. I mean, he's talking... He said, you know, oh, be a man, you know, come... Be a man, come talk to me, face to face. <coughs> I mean, you do the same fucking thing. You be a man and go talk to them. They're running their mouth on the internet. You fucking go to them and be like, hey, bro, what's up? Right. And, th- and this is the part right here where we don't have full stories. Has Punk attempted to go out there and talk to them? Have they blew him off? Have they said, oh, no, nothing's going on? And then it just kept going on and going on and nothing was getting solved. So it's like, I'm just going to air it out. So you have no choice but to talk about it. And, no, there wasn't any kind of... I mean, I'm not going to say... Okay, I'm going to say... No, I don't think there was. Because he waited until... He waited until fucking Meltzer and Alvarez were in the fucking same room. And then... You go and you run your mouth about everything that's going on. Yep. You go and you go... You air fucking Colt Cabana's dirty laundry. Why? Yeah. Okay, you don't like Colt Cabana. Don't fucking throw a stray his way when he didn't do shit. He's not the one that was running his mouth. Yeah. The whole, the whole mention of his bank account with, with his mom's shit. Like, I don't know the whole aspect of that. Apparently, he was going to pay for the fees. Maybe it got too much. He didn't have enough to pay. Maybe Cabana said he would pay him back. I don't know. The... Okay, but yeah, whatever the hell, whatever the fuck it was, it doesn't matter. I yeah. mean, there was no point of him being like... You know, there was no point in him saying, you know, basically Cole Cabana's a piece of shit and his mom owns his bank account or whatever the fuck he said. I mean, it's like, okay, fuck you for that. Basically. I mean, why be that big of a piece of shit? Yeah. And then, oh, everybody running their mouth about me and saying this, 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 blah, blah, blah. The fucking cowboy guy going and running his mouth and blah, blah, blah. I mean, fucking why? You want to talk about the cowboy running his mouth and you know, <coughs> cutting an unsolicited promo? You fucking did the same thing. Two wrongs don't make a right. You did the same fucking thing. Don't fucking do the shit. Hand it your shit privately. Get in their ass if you have to, but do it. You don't. Don't do it publicly. I get it. 
But I still put a, a blame on TK. He was right there. He could have shut that shit down right there. Okay, we're not talking about this, Punk. If you need time, you can go to the back and relax. If not, we can continue on and ask questions about the pay-per-view. So, yeah, Punk, Punk was stupid for airing it out, but TK does. Tony does help blame for not shutting it down like a, like a fucking the, the owner of the company. Yeah, but you got to think, looking at Tony, I think he was more stunned about what was going on. Like he was shocked. Like he's like, are you fucking serious right now? And he's just like, <coughs> what? I mean. I mean, yeah, you saw his facial expression. He goes from uncomfortable to shocked to perplexed to, okay, I think I, I, think I can, there's nothing I can do. I don't know. What am I doing? But yeah, and then I mean, just to keep going on and on and on, I mean. That's my biggest thing is, you know, you're just, you're sitting there saying, if you have something to say to me, say it to my face. Oh, goddamn. He got drunk. He landed right on his head, which your source did. You know, if you got something to say to me, say it to my fucking face, but you're going through and saying it behind their back. Well, this for sure is a, a dark cloud in that aspect for that, for that history part of AEW. I believe they will be fine. But the way I see it, Tony, AEW needs to get their shit together. House needs to be cleaned as far as... I think that's why Jericho, Moxley, and Danielson are the three main guys in the locker room that's trying to get shit cleared out. And addressed. Quit talking your shit. We're not dealing with this no more. This is... No. I mean, Moxley's supposed to be on vacation right now. And he's out there busting his ass. And at least until the end of the month. I mean, Jericho, I honestly think uh, if it wasn't for the fact of him having a tour and set dates and he had to be in places, that he wouldn't be. I don't think he would be either. And Danielson ain't going anywhere right now. <clears throat> but that, it needs to be addressed. And I think maybe they do this as a sign to the locker room. Hey, it's only been a year. We just got rid of the biggest draw potentially in this company. We got a huge star that we just got rid of because of bullshit. Don't think you're above anything. Right. So I can see that as a, a, a huge message. Punk ain't bigger than this company. No one's He's, bigger than the company. No. If you don't put this company first, if you talk shit about this company, there's the fucking door. You can go at it just like Punk did. <clears throat> Maybe that'll stop a lot of the bullshit fucking spats with... Fucking, oh, here's another big piece of... Here's another bit of news. What? Uh, just seeing it down there at the bottom of the screen, the match tonight, uh, Jade Marina. I think I know what you're about to talk about. JD. The dude on fucking Twitter just yeah. getting fucking roasted. Because he just didn't want to see the match. Yeah, I follow him. JD from New York. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I want to tell you right now, he deserved every bit of what he got. <laughs> he deserved every bit of what he got. It's... We always say, yeah, freedom of speech, but it's not freedom of persecution. You can say whatever the hell you want to, but if it's something that people don't agree with, they're going to come at you. They're going to say that they don't agree with it, and they're going to go at it the way they want to. So, yeah, 100%. It's on. It's totally on, dude. You know, and then they're saying that there's all these fake stories that he does and that nobody they've tried listening to his podcast and his podcast was shit hell our podcast is shit too listen to it 
<clears throat> Speaking of which, I'm going to give a little plug. So, uh, you know, I handle mainly most of all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, we get it ready. We're still working on that. There's Ben fucking texting. You're late, Ben. But uh, I was talking to one of the guys, we was actually talking about the whole punk situation. You know, we had some disagreements. We had some agreements. It was actually civil as opposed to other people's conversations about it, talking shit to each other. We had a civil conversation. And uh, he followed us. If you want to listen to our podcast, I told him I'll, I'll, I'll give him a plug. Uh, they are the Curtain Jerkers podcast. Do you like wrestling? Cool. Do you like movies? Awesome. Do you like wrestling, wrestlers in movies? That's what their podcast is about. They talk about all the different movies that have wrestlers in them. So let me, let me pull their page up so I can get their, their act, absolute name right. Yes, the Curtain, Jerks, Curtain Jerkers podcast. So make sure to follow them if you like that. Give them a plug right now. They've got they've got some good episodes on there. Um, so give them a check. Give them give them a look at guys. Maybe they'll give us a plug too. If not, no big deal. Show them some love though. I the only other thing I can think that I heard, uh, and I don't know why I didn't say this earlier. Uh, apparently, this whole Okay, first of all, the MJF situation. Yes. I got something to add if you don't already. Go ahead. What are you going to say? You go ahead. I'll, I'll add if I need to. Do you think he's turning baby? Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. He does not need to be a baby face. Well, apparently, the baby turn has been pushed backstage by... Jericho. Of course it is because he wants to be the top fucking heel. Fuck Jericho. No. Fuck that. You're not a bigger heel than MJF. The whole point of him winning that world title, the best story that could happen in the whole year next year is the bidding war of 2024. Have him hold that whole, whole year until winter is coming 2023. He wins, then you're freaking out, okay, who the fuck, what the fuck are we going to do? That's a story that's writing itself as we speak. He's writing it as he comes out for every promo he does. No, he does not need to be a babyface. He doesn't want to be a babyface if reports are to believe. He wants to be a heel. But could he make it work? Absolutely, because I've listened to quite a few interviews that he's done with Ariel Helwani, with um, Sam Sam Roberts. You know, he talks about, I'll do what I need to do. If you want to like me, cool, you can share me, but I'm not going to change who I am. And he doesn't have to. Exactly. He's like Stone Cold. Stone Cold turned babyface, but did he really change anything about himself? No. He's still the same person. So. I mean, there are some people that get over organically as a babyface, whether you want them to be a heel or not. Right. And and I think it's just circumstances. For, Why are you going to put Phoenix through a table? You know what happened the last time he did that? He broke his fucking arm. No, he didn't. He dislocated his elbow. What looked bad? But no, straight up, uh, MJF's an asshole. He's not going to change who he is. Hell, I was, (coughs) when I was heel, when I was heel in the tag team with Eli, we were being the the fucking Hatriot tag team I was in there for the longest time. Yeah. We were heels. We were assholes. Uh, Once Empire shut down and we started tagging other places... 
We were just asshole heels, smart-ass assholes. We got over, and we were, as heels, we were the most over baby tag team at the shows. Turn us baby, we're still the most over baby tag team. We were just heels that had the baby that had baby face reactions. We would cheat. Ask the crowd, did we cheat? No. I mean, it was just one of them kind of situations. Oh, fucking Jungle Boy's back. Okay. Cool beats. Turn through the stage. But no, I think he... I say he turns heel, or he stays heel. MJF does. And everything that happened last week with the firm... Was all a ploy. It was all a plan. He paid him to do it. He paid his ass to get sympathy to get Moxley's guard down. That's what I said, too. I think they don't touch, they don't, I don't know. Do you think they interact anymore? Do you think they'll be too much? Who? MJF and the firm. Do they do more beatdowns on him? Or do you think they just leave it like that? Do just enough to keep the keep everything going, keep them remembering, but not do too much. Like, okay, they're beating his ass too much now. What's going on? It all, it all depends on, it all depends on what the situation is. Right. If they, if there's a fight between Mox and MJF, or if there's something going on between MJF and whoever, and the firm comes out, they're gonna have to beat up both of them. If Mox and MJF are both out there, the firm's <coughs> gonna have to beat both of them up. Looks like Death Triangle's about to split up. Yeah, they've been having issues with the, the ring bell hammer. Yeah. But no, it's it's that whole situation. If you're going to, God damn, that, that was a nice, nice orange punch. That's it. He said he probably said that. you good. But no, if you go through and you have if you have the firm come out and MJF is in the wherever they're at, then yeah, you're gonna have to have interaction where they beat up MJF. So I think they keep the firm out of the whole thing for now. I agree. I'm, I'm right there with you. I see. I mean, kind of like they did tonight. They came out and interfered in the... Uh, Daddy-ass celebration. The daddy-ass and acclaim segment. Yep. So I see that being the... that Shibata? That's for Pungy Vice. Chaos. Chaos. Holy fucking shit. Shabbat and Punk Pop. God damn. Holy fucking, fucking shit. shit. That's a badass motherfucker right there. Oh, goddamn right it is. Sorry, I went kind of speechless there for a second, yeah. guys. <laughs> Fucking A. <coughs> We're still going. <laughs> oh, is, is Shibata going to sign the contract? Oh, for the dream match? Oh, shit, he is. Oh, yeah. fuck. Shibata versus fucking Orange. Holy shit. 
Put the towel on Shibata. Let him go to Japan with it. For full gear? Holy fucking shit, dude. God damn, I didn't know I wanted this match. <laughs> oh, fucking A, dude. Jeez. Okay, I don't even remember where I was going with whatever I was talking about, so, uh... Is that Rick Ross? No, that's Swerve. That's Rick Ross there. Guys, we'll be right back. Alright, guys, we're back to uh, finish this thing out. Uh, first of all, uh, this weekend... Uh, this coming Friday. Friday, not Saturday. Friday. Is going to be RCW show. Uh, it's a big football Saturday in the SEC. Yeah, let me get the card out this time. Uh, big Saturday in the SEC. God damn uh, You got Tennessee, Georgia, and then you've got Alabama and LSU. We so, know what the bigger show is. The bigger game is. Yeah, the Tennessee game. But no, you've got uh, RCW and Tyler say, you know what? We know it's a big weekend. We're going to push our show to Friday so everybody can enjoy us and enjoy <coughs> football. Hell yeah. Uh, I think that's a brilliant idea. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, because, I mean, hell, the Tennessee-Alabama game... The whole time it's going on, you got people sitting in the crowd watching that on their phones instead of watching what's going on when it came to the show. Uh, I mean, excuse me. Yeah. Hell, this past weekend it was Tennessee and Kentucky, and Jennifer was there, and she was watching the game instead of watching wrestling. So, <coughs> Yeah, so smart move. We'll still pack it out. We'll still have a great damn time. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, just because it's on a Friday doesn't mean it's not going to be a good show because, hell, he's got the show kind of stacked as much as he can. Yep. So, let's go over the card for this Friday. 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 <clears throat> you have Johnny Viper going one-on-one -on -one with Brent Banner after last week. He fulfilled the prophecy and turned on Brent Banner. Everybody had their suspicions. Brent was never trusting Johnny Viper. <clears throat> he turned on him last night, last week, and joined Alex Michaels and his group, now calling themselves the Prophecy. So they're going to be going one-on-one -on -one for control of the RCW Tag Team Championships. Also, representing the Prophecy, you have Torque going one-on-one -on -one with Cousin Cletus. You have Beauty and the Beast, Versus the newest RCW tag team managed by Steve Dave. Trinity and Rock, Rock Card Cameron Cox. Rock Candy. Rock Candy. I like Rock Card. You need to go by Rock Card Cameron. Why? I just thought it was funny. We were talking about that backstage last week. Also, we've got... Finally... Shut up. You act like I was the only one that wanted to call him that. I, this ain't even about Cameron Cox no more. It's Rock Candy. He's been going by that for a while. I'm laughing about what just happened on TV. Oh, God. We're just... You've also got, finally, 
the redneck rock star Chris Payne finally getting his chance at Jake Murphy in the RCW No Limits Championship. Now, Payne has had to fight, scratch, claw his way up since the very first show back at the new building. Now, Payne's ready this time, but we also know Jake Murphy's got his, his tricks up his sleeve. He's got Cat. He's got all kinds of other stuff in his arsenal, so... I mean, let's just go ahead and say it. Payne should have won the the No Limits title in that scramble match. He should have. But technicalities aside. Yeah, technicalities aside, it was, okay, it was an open scramble. But how many people have ever heard of showing up with five seconds left in the match to be in the fucking match? That's, to, to my knowledge, just never happened before. But the loophole was there for him to take advantage of. So, do we see him use more tricks up his sleeve and more controversial tactics to retain him? Or does Chris Payne walk out of RCW as your new RCW No Limits Champion? <coughs> also, we will see Casey... My K prediction? Payne! Payne! Also, you're going to see stars such as Casey Cage, Zach Dye, Mike Clay, Jason Hampton! Who that? that you that. Ah. Tickets, 11 up or $10. 5 to 10 is $5. Ages 4 and under are free. Ask for our family four-pack. If you do not ask for the family four-pack, we will charge you $40. Family four-pack is $25. We got plenty of delicious concession stands at the Renegade Diner. So come check us out. Doors open at 7 p.m. Bell time is 8 p.m. And the address again is 3890 Alternate 52, Chatsworth, Georgia. Again, that is this Friday, November the 4th. 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 Don't miss it. Be there. There you go, Ben. How's for you? <laughs> <clears throat> All right, guys. Now, uh, <coughs> getting ready to close this thing out for good. But before we do, we got to do something. Bring me in. Bring me in. Come on, do it. You got to do it. Come on, bring me in. You were right there. I said we got to do something. Yeah, but you got to say the first part because I always say the end. You gotta say that it's time for the, and I and I then I end. I get real loud and hyper. You're not gonna do it, are you? Okay, I gotta do what now? You gotta say it's time for. I gotta yep. say I gotta say what? It's time for. Pop! Motherfucker! You motherfucker! You stole my shit. Alrighty, I've got I've got a pretty cool pop today. That I just got news of today, so I will go first if that is okay, Mr. Jason. Yeah, that's fine. You go right ahead. So I just got word today. I just got word today that my boss is uh, is leaving. She has put in her two-week notice. Her last day will be November the 15th. So, with that, Lee's open her supervisor position. And I went... I didn't even have a chance to go to the administrative management. And they're like... They kept me like, are you okay? You nervous? No, that's fine. I was like, I was actually wanting to talk to you about something. And the, the head boss was like, oh, we're going to talk in a few days. I got you. I went to talk to the other one. I told him, like, I want, I want the position. I, I, I want the supervisor position. I would really love to help you all out. And I think I'm ready for it. And she's like, yeah, that's what that's what Kim and I was going to talk to you about in the next few days. I was going to try to get a game plan going. And there's a couple things we wanted to discuss and find out how we wanted to take it forward. There's a couple things that we wanted to know about how she did stuff. I was like, a lot of stuff she has is in documents, is in the computer. I think it would just be a matter of going and looking over it and finding out what needs to be updated, what needs to be scrapped, what needs to be kept the same. 
So, so yeah, we'll get in touch in the next few days. So it looks like they was ready to come to me to offer me that to begin with. So next few weeks, obviously and possibly, hopefully a promotion. That's awesome, man. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy about that. And it's it's a uh, it's crazy given to where you know these last couple months where morale was. Right, and hopefully this will be something uh, to boost your morale up a little bit because I know you've been frustrated. I know you've been upset. I mean, maybe you can belch without getting bitched at. And... <laughs> yep, and I've always liked learning. I've always liked teaching. So once I get in there, well, uh, of course, I told them I want to find a third person. That way we have, a, <clears throat> you know, a full staff, so... And I can teach them. I've I've have a little cheat sheet that I've been writing on since I first started there. So, finish that up, print it off, give it to the new person. Like, hey, this is what I've learned. If you have any questions, get with me. You know, <clears throat> I know the system, all the systems, left, right, center, other than the stuff that the <clears throat> my boss did. That I'm sure they can teach me over the next few weeks if I if I do get the position, which I'm hoping I do. So, other than <clears throat> her main aspects. Of you know, which was mainly a lot of administrative stuff, and then being able to go into the schedule to change stuff and to create the doctor's schedules. So that's something I don't think I had access to. Maybe a couple other things that I don't know about. But I'm I'm super excited for it. I'm happy about it. I'm hopeful. It's giving me a new burst of energy going into the end of the year. So I'm I'm super excited. Well, hell yeah, man. That is awesome, dude. Uh, hopefully everything works out. Everything goes the way you need it to, the way you want it to. And uh, hopefully the next time you pop about that, it'll be that you got the position and that bitch is finally out the door completely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, my pop is just... Uh, Hell, honestly, we're getting to the, getting closer to the end of this year, uh, which is good because I'm ready to get this fucking year over with. Fuck this year. Yeah, fuck this year, man. That's been fucking crazy. Uh, <coughs> it started off shitty. A couple months went by. Okay, this is great. Now it's like, what the fuck? It's been a fucking roller coaster of a year for us. Yeah, just get this fucking year over with, but, uh... I'm hopeful for 2023. Nah, my, uh... My pop is the wrestling we got coming up. Yes. I mean, we've got Darcy W. Show this coming Friday. Yes. Uh, Crown Jewel, it's gonna be, uh... It's not gonna be great, but I think it's gonna be better than expected. Yeah. Uh, next Saturday is NWA... And Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Not uh, that you can't come, Tyler, but we understand. The 19th. Uh, the 19th is the Drew. The Drew. The Drew. 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 I don't know exactly what we're calling it, so I'm just going to call <laughs> it. I'm just going to call it the Drew. The Drew. Uh, tag tournament down at RCW. Uh, also, that night is. Uh, full gear. 
So, nineteenth uh, is full gear or the next? Nineteenth. Uh, I did not know that. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to get that recorded. Watch Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Is that the World Title Eliminator Tournament? Yeah. Mike Cash is going to be at Friday on Rampage. We're going to have the World Title Eliminator Tournament. Oh, nice. All right, sorry, guys. We were reading what was going on on the screen. We don't have a... Oh, nice. AEW Women's World Championship. Tony Storm defends against Jamie Hayter. Uh, you know Tony's going to win that one. I don't care. Gonna be a good match. Agreed. But no, uh, just the wrestling we've got coming up, just for the rest of this month is gonna be great. Whether it be at RCW or on TV, <laughs> really looking forward to the NWA pay per view next week. Yes. Uh. Hot times, baby. I'm so into NWA right now, dude. I love everything oh, they put just out. fucking hitting on all cylinders, man. It's so fucking good. From the first time we started, from when we first started watching it to when we went through it live and for the Knoxville, uh, for Always Ready and then for the Knoxville tapings, it was just, just so fucking good. Dude, the Knoxville was the first NWA I'd seen since I was a kid. And just seeing it, it was the... Maybe you know, it's upper echelon indie stuff that I fell in love with. I mean, it's fucking... It's the best wrestling on TV right now. Agreed. Okay, so, do you have a pop one this week? Nah, you can go ahead and go. You don't have one this week? Yeah, I'm still thinking. Go ahead. You've had a week to fucking think. Just fucking go! Don't worry about me. You do yours. It's not my turn. It's your turn. I'm asking you to go. Nope, it's your turn. No, it's your turn. All right. For the Turn of the Buckle podcast, I am Jason Hampton. I'm He's Josh Cox. Peace out, fuckers. Michael